Welcome to the Christian Worship Center podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you. Visit us online at cwcbayarea.com for service times and directions. Now, would you welcome Brother Dave and Julie with me as they come uh, this morning? Amen. Thank you. Woo! I got my adrenaline going. Here we go. I, first of all, Pastor Dan, we just, we, uh, we appreciate you so much. He is the father of this house. You don't know what it's like to be without a father. You don't got to look far. We are results of a strong, godly father. We love you. Pastor Nick, we love you. We thank you. And I love Pastor Catalina, too, because she's my godly sister from another mister. Amen. Well, we're, we're, we're tremendously excited uh, today. Uh, we get to... <clears throat> Let me back up. Oftentimes, it's said that you know a tree by its fruit. A good tree cannot produce bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot produce good fruit. I think that's never so more evident than in our four speakers today. This is the fruit of many people's labor. The Word of God says that one plants, one waters, but it's God that gives the increase. It's God that gives the increase. And these individuals that are getting ready to, to sit and, 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 and share their heart, what God has implanted their heart, are amazing, amazing individuals. Um, first of all, before I, I introduce them, I want to introduce my better half so you can say hello, okay? <laughs> my wife, Julie, I, I, I'm, I always tell the class and everybody knows I'm a tenth of the man without her. So. Um, okay, so I'm gonna get on my tiptoes, but Thank you so much. And, you know, we couldn't be more excited for this year. Um, yes, it's our last year, but, you know, Paragon is completely in our hearts, and it will go on until we're, you know, called to be with the Lord. We have attained so many big families, and we're so thankful and grateful. Amen. Thank you, love. So the first speaker that is going to come and share their heart with you, um, Jessica has been with us uh for five years, and she is, um, you talk about a, a Proverbs 31 woman, a, a woman that, that seeks after God, that, that has her prayer time. Come on up, Jessica. Everybody, Jessica Guterres. My scripture this morning is in Matthew 5:14, and it reads, You are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill that cannot be hidden. Okay, so here we go. Before Paragon, I was feeling complacent in my walk. I was uh, at work sitting in my cubicle. Now, mind you, my cubicle is where I set my altar. That's my, my prayer time, my me time. Uh, the noise was blocked out. 
And while I was in worship, I was walking through a tunnel that was dark. Now, mind you, this was a vision at work during lunchtime. Uh, yes, I was at, it was dark. I, was, I looked up ahead, and there was a man walking towards me with a golden lantern. That light was so bright, I wasn't able to see his face. But he hands over to me a golden lantern, and my hand just reaches up for it and grabs it. My thoughts were, what just happened? So I emailed Pastor Catalina, <laughs> and she mentioned to me that uh, she was starting a program called Paragon Fire Course. It is everything that you would learn in a nine-month course in 12 weeks. Talk about a crash course. <laughs> this course is definitely a spiritual boot camp. So I decided to continue these courses for five years with my two young girls at the time. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Mijas, for sacrificing your sleep. <laughs> they were, there was even times when I wanted to give up, but I kept on showing up. Paragon taught me discipline to read, memorize scripture, but also to serve. It was definitely a challenge, and yes, I was stretched spiritually. I wouldn't be where, I, where I'm at had I not made the choice to join Paragon. I now have a target on my back. Because I choose to know the Creator and to learn in His ways. By no means are we perfect, but we serve a God who is perfect in every way. So, even online, and you folks here in the house, if you want to be challenged, I say join Paragon. It is definitely for the weak, because in your weakness, he is the God of heaven and earth that will make you strong. Amen. That was, uh, that was good stuff. That was good stuff. You know, as you, as you go through the course, you, you know what people go through to get there. As I see a, a lot of you men that are physically strong, you just didn't wake up that way. It takes commitment, time, passion. I look at Robert, and, and, and I'm reminded of that. Robert goes, no, I was born this way. I got permits for both of these guns. But, but it, it takes discipline, amen? amen. And, and a discipline is doing what you really don't want to do, right. oftentimes, okay? But, but God puts people in your path to light the way for you, amen? amen. The next speaker that's going to come up and share their heart is uh, an amazing woman that, uh, that really, again, I say Proverbs 31, that's just got the heart after Christ. So this woman has, has just come onto the scene and is also moving on. But, but she, we've been blessed to, to be in part of her life the last two years. She's part of our Paragon family, Miss Nicole Gatt.
Good morning. First and foremost, I wouldn't be up here if it wasn't for David and Julie. Uh, they have been with me every step of the way during these last two years, and they have poured so much into me. Uh, the encouragement, the prayers, and time spent ministering to me has not gone unseen. I am forever grateful and thankful for you both and your leadership. So being up here and speaking to all of you is something completely out of my comfort zone, <laughs> but this is what Paragon does. Uh, before Paragon, I would have never been able to, to come up here and speak. But after two years of um, being in Paragon and studying the word and being obedient to God, here I am. I've learned that I'm here to serve and be a disciple for Christ. And I'm excited that I have this opportunity to share my heart today with you all. So when I first started coming to CWC, I was coming as a visitor, not just for a couple of Sundays, but like for two years. <laughs> but I quickly got convicted. I was tired of being a lukewarm Christian. I was yearning to go deeper in my walk with the Lord. So I finally introduced myself, and because I'm a teacher, I signed up to serve in the children's ministry. But, but then COVID hit. And I was thinking to myself, I finally got the courage to serve, and then bam, the whole world closes. <laughs> but I wasn't going to allow COVID to stop me. Amen. I remember at one of the outdoor services, uh, the Paragon graduation class of 2020 was graduating, and it sparked my attention. So with a leap of faith, I decided to sign, to sign up. To be completely honest with you, I had no idea what I was signing up for. <laughs> and um, almost talked myself out of it after the first two classes. But God, I prayed about it, and I know for a fact I was supposed to be in this class. And I'm so happy that I decided to stick with it, and now I'm here at my second year graduation. So the process is not for the faint of heart, uh, there were many times that I wanted to give up and throw in the towel, but I stood firm. Uh, the enemy has been on full force these last two years. I knew that the enemy did not want me to take this class. He threw distractions and temptations along the way. And yes, there were tears, and at times I failed, because I'm not perfect. But I was determined to finish the race. And I'm so happy that I did. Paragon has taught me the importance of discipleship and to serve. So I asked Jesus in my heart when I was a teenager, but I wasn't uh, fully living for the Lord and was not serving. So I wanted more in my relationship and really wanted to dig deeper. So Paragon disciplined me to read, memorize, and do the book reports in the class. And let me tell you what a difference it makes for your Christian walk to read his word every day. I have learned that the Bible is not just for motivational purposes or cute quotes. It's the transforming, life-changing, curse-breaking, soul-refreshing, flesh-cutting word of God. So the verse that is on my heart today is Ephesians 5, 1 to 2. And it says, Therefore be imitators of God as dear children, and walk in love, as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us an offering, and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. So Paul commands those who follow God to imitate him. Imitate means to take or follow as a model. This means striving to do as he would do. 
Paul also explains the mindset which ought to motivate Christians towards obedience. Believers in Christ enjoy a father-child relationship with God. A child naturally seeks to copy what he or she sees in a loving father. Believers in Jesus are to likewise copy what they learn about God. Rather than imitating the world or being controlled by worldly things, we are to be filled with the Spirit. I hope and pray that my life is a reflection of Christ. I pray daily that the people that I meet and the students that I teach, they will see and know that Jesus is in my heart. So in addition to imitating God, believers are to continually act out of love. The theme of walking refers to a consistent, purposeful practice. The example for how to walk, how to live as a matter of habit, is Christ. I want to leave you today and challenge you and the online campus to do these 10 things. These are the 10 ways to love. Listen without interrupting. Speak without accusing. Give without sparing. Pray without ceasing. Answer without arguing. That's a hard one. <laughs> Share without pretending. Enjoy without complaint. Trust without wavering. Forgive without punishing. And promise without forgetting. Thank you. How many of you, I failed on those 10 right there, huh? <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. That's powerful. Next speaker coming up is a first year recipient of the Paragon Saul Paul Award. That's where Saul, one of the biggest Christian killers of them all, God caught him on the road and transformed him to Paul. I always said it, if, if, God, can turn, if God can turn Saul into Paul, who is the best, biggest sinner of them all, then there's hope for us all. Amen? Amen? This man right here, I've seen his life shift and transform, and I've seen God do just marvelous, wonderful things for him, because everybody here, know it or not, you're an influencer. You're an influencer. And so, good or bad, you're an influencer. This man right here has shifted, and he's on the kingdom side. And, and I'm so proud and honored to call him my friend, Mr. Enrique Henry Corona. morning guys I won't keep you guys too long but I, I like to thank uh thank the people that poured in my life John Paragon Pastor D Pastor Nick Sister Angie Pastor Kat so if it wasn't for them influencing me I wouldn't be here today how many of us been to war and felt defeated how many of us act think about that how many of us sat in church and left church defeated see when I came first came to, to CWC I sat in the pews and I heard a message and I'm a changed man. I'm not doing the things I used to do. I'm not running the streets. But what's going on? How come I'm leaving defeated? How come I'm leaving defeated? How come I'm going back to the home and seeing my kids and living in a defeated state of mind? So that bothered me. That bothered me. There was a pool. There was a pool on me when I was sitting in church. How many of us had a pool on them? God telling you to go deeper. And then we don't respond to it. I'll be 41 this year. I met God when I was 26 years old. God has put me into a place where he called me, and I did not listen. 36, 16 years later, I paid attention because what I was doing wasn't working, Amen. and I needed change. How many, of us, 
How many of us are sitting right here and feel like we need to change? When we come to church, we want change. We come to church and we hear about this guy, Jesus. We hear about this guy, Paul. We hear about Matthew, John, Luke. We hear about Timothy. We hear about Titus. We hear about Moses. We hear about Abraham. We hear about God speaking to Abraham. We hear about these relationships with God, and they don't live defeated. I was tired of going to war and feeling defeated. I had to make a change. So as a man, I had to make a stand. I had to be honest with myself. Romans 12.2 says, and do not be conformed to this world, but but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove that the good, accepted, perfect will of God. You see, the process started with me. It wasn't nobody else around me. It wasn't my kid's mom, the marriage I was in. It wasn't the lifestyle that I lived. It was how I was thinking. It started from here. See, the devil don't mind you knowing scripture. The devil don't mind you sitting here praising God, getting prayed on, but leaving the same. Because if this is not changed, you can't change this. You can't change this. You cannot change this. And what Paragon set forth with me was this, was discipline. Discipline is something that cannot be taught. It had to be learned. That's, I've been with Paragon three years. That's nine, that's nine, I'm not good at math. That's nine, 18, 24 months of getting to know my identity. You see, Paul was talking about don't conform your mind because he had to sit down for three years before he began ministry. A lot of us get cleaned up and want to get in ministry and not knowing that's not yet our time or not knowing that we don't know our identity because we have identity problems. Paragon, Dr. Dr. Moreau said that he, we have to download in our minds, it's a hard drive, of who he is because we forgot. And it's not your fault. It's not your fault that you have forgot. It's not your mom's or dad's fault you forgot. No, you've been assaulted from before your seat came. You were already chosen, and he's getting at you. And we think it's normal. I was tired of that. So I had to change my mind. So I wasn't doing what I was doing in the world, but I still had that train of thought. I was still thinking. I was taking the word of God that was pure and clean and putting it in my mind. I was dirty still. I was filthy still. I was still listening to the lies. I was still listening to the depression. I was still listening to the suicidal thoughts. I was still listening to that lustful thought. I was still dealing with that. But here comes Paul. That's why, it, for me, it was important to know what Paul was because Paul was a killer, like he said, that transformed when his spirit fell on him. When he sat and got to know who Jesus was, he had to conform his mind because he knew who Jesus was or God was. He pushed the hard line. He pushed to kill Christians. He was chasing each one of us that believed in Jesus until he had a counter. I had a counter on the Mount Pleasant campus seeing that why is everybody being effective and I'm defeated, but I know the same guy they know. I'm holding on to the same scriptures that they talk about, but I'm living defeated. God told me you got to change your mind. So when I went through Paragon, I went through with the content understanding that I need to change this before I could change this. Because this right here has 36 years of things that I shouldn't have been doing. And in those 36 years, I went through that process. So don't be conformed to the world. Doesn't mean the things that you're doing, but the things you're thinking, how you're thinking process. Paragon helped me change that. Once I understood that 
13 books of book reports that I thought I couldn't write. And all of a sudden, I couldn't memorize the scriptures, 250-something scriptures that I couldn't rememberize. But I know I can remember a couple today that helped me say today that I was able to stand on. And then that process transformation begins. You see, I learned without the word and knowing who my creator is, there is no transportation. There is no transportation. There is nothing. There's no changing without the word and my relationship with God. Through Paragon, I build a relationship with God for prayer, worship, personal time in a car, personal time at work, knowing that I don't have to listen to that voice, knowing that I live on, on every word that proceeded out of God's mouth. You see, as I say that, I know that Jesus talked to the devil like that. He had no choice to fuse, no, 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 no choice to leave. Right. A lot of times we respond with our old way of thinking and not, and not in our transformed mind. Come on, That's good. As we transforming and memorizing the scriptures, we got to be patient with ourselves. Yeah. I have to be patient with myself because I'm not going to learn. I don't write good. I don't like doing essays, but I had to do it because there was something inside of obedience that I found God. There was something there that lit in my flame that said, no, regardless of what people were telling me, oh, why are you going to Paragon? You can read it yourself. Oh, why are you going to discipleship? You don't got time for that. Oh, why this and that? I had to silence all those critics. It's because me as a newborn, I needed to know who my father was. And after you renew, after you renew your mind, this is, this is what caught me. And I'll end with this. This is what caught me. Prove that is good, acceptable will, that you, that you may prove that is a good, acceptable will, perfect will of God, that you, ex-dolphine, gang member, womanizer, drug addiction, homeless guy, that can show God's will through me. But listen, as you transformation, people are looking. You see, what I learned, that I didn't come to church to sit in pews and sit there and hear a word and go home and be the same. I come to the church to be transformed. So when I go back to my family, they see the change in me, that I can show my son, hey, watch what you eat because consuming fire, you learn that what you put into yourself, listen, put into yourself, deteriorates your body. I was almost 400 pounds when I started Paragon. And if it wasn't for Paragon, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing today. What am I doing today? I'm effective with my kids. I can run around with my kids. I can talk to my son and let him know that, hey, Slow down on the eating. Slow down on these things you're, you're countering. You see, a lot of the times we want to be selfish. And Paragon showed me that I'm not selfish. A lot of the times we're selfish. Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing, that's, that's it. And no more than that. No. You guys are not saved to be sitting in the pews for yourself. Each one of you guys have an opportunity to save generations of families. Generations of people that have been hurt. But you got to come to a decision. Are you comfortable where you're at? Are you comfortable where you are? you coming to church comfortable where you're at? Are you comfortable what you're dealing with? Because let me tell you, man, through this paragon process, through discipline, through these things, through all these fellowship, intense fellowships that we go through on the way to church and in church, it's not just for yourself. It's for you to get closer to your creator. Come on. For you to know who God is. For you to have a personal song to him. Each one of you have a personal song to God that he's waiting to hear. Each one of you have a personal gift 
that is waiting for you to be revealed. But until you go through the process, you will never find it. And that's where Lucifer wants us at. And that's what I'm learning today, is that the moment I made a decision to get closer to him, I became more like him. So I'll end, with, I'll end with this. I'll end with this. And be renewed in the spirit of mind, and that you put on the new man, which is created according to God, true, acceptable, holy. Renew the new. You have to renew yourself. If you're sitting in the pews and you're defeated, there's something going on. Reading the word washes yourself. You find out in a paragon. Studying the word. You're only one hour of TV per week. During football season, only on Sundays, you're only one hour of TV. But we think about that. Why are they, going to, why, why are they trying to control us? Why are they, you th I, I thought about that. Why are they going to trying to control me for it? But little did I know that when I took that hour away, I had more time to invest in God. More time to get closer to him. Two years later, man, I heard this word effective by, by T.D. Jakes. Effectiveness. I am no longer dead no more. Amen. Come on. I am no longer defeated. Am I perfect? No. But I am effective in my community. I am effective at home. I am effective at the church. I am effective in my mind. Give God the glory. God the glory. But God. I hope you didn't put the fear of God in you guys with that one hour of TV. That's <laughs> like so you're giving away all the secrets. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. The last, my last speaker is, uh, not only is he my friend, but truly a man of God. Uh, God brought this armor bearer to my wife and I, and uh, he's been nothing but a blessing ever since. Uh, you may see him holding up the sign outside, welcome here. Uh, the, he does so many things that y'all don't, don't know, but these things get done. And uh, anytime we ask uh, Mr. Michael Schilling, uh, hey, Mike, I need, bop, 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 I need this done, I need that done. He goes, I'm your man. No worries. Hey, man, so without further ado, I want to bring up my arm repair, Mr. Michael Schilling. Man, I got to follow Henry's speech. I don't know why they keep putting me last. We should put him last. Man, this guy's on fire with the ghost with the most. <laughs> Jesus said, Matthew 18, 20, where there's two or three gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. I see more than two or three people here this morning, so uh, thank God for that. Uh, we're all Christians here, Christ in Galatians 2, 20, so turn to your neighbor and say, good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Jesus. One more time, good morning, Jesus. I'm ready now. I'm ready. <laughs> Some have heard it said that a thousand sheep led by a lion will always defeat an army of a thousand lions led by a sheep. May I submit to you, Dave and Julie's lion leadership style that is rooted in what Jesus said in John 13, 35. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples by the way you love one another. By the way, you love one another. Sometimes your testimony doesn't require teaching or preaching or standing up here on a Sunday giving a message. 
it requires what you do, as the brother of Jesus said in chapter 1 of James 22, be doers of the word, not hearers only. Amen. Amen. We behave what we believe. And Dave and Julie don't just tell you they love you. They demonstrate it by showing you that their best ability is their availability serving others. Lion leadership style, I'll call you guys. <laughs> what a great role model you are for so many students, especially me. And I'm grateful and thankful. I love you to death. I would go give you a hug right now, but I got to finish. All right. One of the most sought after questions that mankind has asked is, why am I here? Like, what am I doing here? God answers that question in Isaiah chapter 43, uh, verse 7. Everyone who is called by my name, I have created for my glory. For my, God has created you for him. <laughs> in other words, you were made by God and you were made for God. It's, it's a profound insight in spiritual growth and maturity. Do you want to understand and know God? Listen to what he says to the prophet Jeremiah in chapter 9, verse, 22, verse 24. Let him who boasts, boast in this, that I am the Lord your God, exercising loving kindness, justice, and righteousness throughout the earth. In these things I delight, says the Lord. He delights in loving you. I think, Pastor Dan, everybody's talking about love. Our Father delights in loving you. As Jesus said, love one another as I have loved you. As he's holding a towel in a basin, washing the disciples' feet, he just doesn't tell you. He shows you. Lion-style leadership. I think Revelation 5.5 mentions Jesus as the lion of the tribe of Judah. Right? Lion-style leadership. We joyfully pursue what we greatly value. A servant's heart being ready in and out of season to testify on how awesome God is. <laughs> Say it again, Brother Mike. How awesome God is. <laughs> I don't remember the rest, but I remember that. <laughs> Jesus didn't command the world to go to church. He commanded the church to go into the world. In this case, it just so happens Alabama and Dave and Julie's <laughs> case, um, Alabama can't be that bad. It's considered one of the Bible Belt states of the nation, right? Amen, Amen on that. What is a man from Alabama? How does a man from Alabama hold up his pants? He uses a Bible Belt. Come on, church. Amen. <laughs> okay, it was a bad dad's joke. All right. <laughs> I know, Brother Michael, stick to scripture. <laughs> okay, I will. <laughs> As my, my soon-to-be 20-year-old daughter would say, Dad, you have bad dad jokes. Can't believe my daughter's already turning 20 next month. How old does that make me? A lot. <laughs> wrapping up. Henry, wrapping up. Biblical leadership principles are established in seven words that Jesus used. Biblical leadership principles are established in seven words that Jesus used. Are you ready for this? We're going we're gonna to play, play Bible Kung Fu for a second. I'm going to say the verse, and you guys fill in the word, okay? Bible Kung Fu. That's what we'll call it. Greatest among you 
shall be your servant. All right, let's try this again. You got to help me out. Okay, you guys got the answer, right? Okay, ready? Here we go. Greatest among you shall be your servant. servant. One more time, loud and proud, and then I can end. Greatest among you shall be your servant. servant. God bless you. Thank you. For God came in the world not to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. The heart of Paragon. The heart of Paragon is to serve. And so with that, we just, Pastor Dan, we want to pass this back to you. And we just want to thank you once again for allowing us this time to share from the hearts of the leaders of Paragon what God has done in our lives through this service, through this ministry. Thank you, Pastor. I'm going to have you stand to your feet. I want to tell the Paragon speakers this morning, phenomenal, phenomenal job. Second service, they'll be graduating. We'll actually have their graduation service. So if you'd like to stick around to celebrate with them, it's going to be a great service. But I do want to say this, that when we stand before the Lord, he's not going to say, well done, good and faithful prophet, apostle, evangelist, or teacher or business owner he's going to say well done good and faithful servant it's in our service unto God that God recognizes the most not our titles God's not impressed by our titles but he is touched by our service Dave and Julie for the past five years even before that in your years in Manteca you've always been servants Even while you were running some of the biggest car dealerships in Northern California, you served. It's who you are. And that's what Paragon's all about. Discipleship. Many of us are trying to impress God with what we're doing. But it all comes down to the final words of Jesus go unto all the world and make and make Jesus isn't looking for fans he's looking for followers and I don't know about you I want to be a follower of Christ when I'm when I'm being laid in my casket when my kids are standing over me when Ange is cashing out my, my life insurance policies I want them to be able to say this one thing is that he may not have been perfect he may not have been tall But he was a follower of Jesus. I want to challenge you right now. Just as you bow your heads, close your eyes for a moment. I want to challenge you to go deeper. Some of you, as you're sitting here, something's been stirring inside of you. You see, Jesus had the multitudes that he fed with the fishes and loaves. He had 500 that saw him ascend, 120 that were in the upper room, 70 that he gave authority over 
demons and in sickness. Twelve that hung out with him. Three that went to the mountaintop with him, but only one that heard his heartbeat. And I believe that God is calling each and every one of us to another level of our walk with God. If you're part of the multitude, I invite you today to become part of the 500. If you're part of the 500, I invite you to take a step closer and be part of the 120. If you're part of the 120, be part of the 70. If you're part of the 70, step in and become part of the 12. If you're the 12, go higher and go deeper and be part of the three. If you've been part of the three and you've been to the mountaintop, then let's hear his heartbeat. Let's go deeper. And for some of you, it may not be joining Paragon. For some of you, it's just making the decision to serve God deeper, to give God a bit more. But for some of you, you are stir- your heart's stirring right now. And you're like, I'm going deeper in so many areas of my life. I'm getting healthier. Uh, my relationships are getting better. I'm getting out of debt. I'm doing so many things well, but I'm still not growing in my spiritual life. Paragon's a great place for you to start. I want you to consider this new year of Paragon starting in September to go all in, to dig deeper, and to consider giving your life not to Paragon, but to Jesus, and to go deeper. Father, we pray right now for all heads that are bowed and all eyes that are closed. Lord, take us deeper. Lord, we don't want to be that same person that comes to church, goes through the motions, and then after 20, 30 years, we're still in the same place. We may have been serving God for 30 years, but we really, we've only had one experience 30 times. We haven't grown. So it's not the amount of years we're in it. It's how many years we've grown while we've been in it. Lord, we want to be growing Christians, not just Christians. And so, Lord, take us deeper. Lord, challenge us today. And Lord, I pray even as we close service for those that are thinking about taking it deeper. If you're here right now, heads bowed, eyes closed, you're just feeling this call that God is calling you to go deeper. If that's you, just lift your hand up right where you are. In whatever area of the spiritual life, you're you're not raising your hand to join Paragon right now, okay? Don't freak out. You're just saying, I want to go deeper in my walk with God. If that's you, would you lift your hand right where you are? I just want to pray over you. Yes, I see those hands. I see those hands. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Lord, we want to go deeper. We, we want to go deeper. Father, you see every hand that's being lifted up in this place, even online. And Lord, we pray, my God, you're covering. Take us deeper. Lord God, we're tired of staying in the same place. Lord, we want to be growing Christians, not just church attending Christians. Lord God, when we stand before you, we want to know that we gave our best with what you gave us. And so, Lord, I pray right now that, God, that we would go deeper, that we would give you our all in every aspect of our lives. And so, Lord, if we've blown it, forgive us. Come on, just say this with me. Lord, forgive me, for I've sinned against you. And I'm asking you now to be Lord and Savior of my life. I want to go deeper. I want to become everything you intend me to be in Jesus' name. Come on, somebody shout amen. 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 Paragon, phenomenal job. Brother Dave and Julie, I know you guys are done after this year, but I'm going to have you guys go out to the foyer. If there's anyone interested in talking to you guys about Paragon and what's coming up next, Mike and the leadership team could be out there as well. 
If you guys can kind of meet with some people that might be interested, they'll be available to you in the foyer. Amen. Next Sunday, we continue our undisputed series with the, with the housemaker that went from being a housemaker to becoming a lead scientist in helping cure cancer. And so you do not want to miss this story next week as we talk about undisputed promotion. Amen. God bless you. For those online, love God, love people, and let's change the world. God bless you this morning. Thank you for downloading this message. For more information on our church, visit us at cwcbayarea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash cwcbayarea.com.